You're listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a photography podcast on both the creative aspects and business side of photography. Join the conversation on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia. Hi, and welcome back. This is episode 26 of the Double Exposure Show with myself, Petro, and Sophia Lemon. And if you are super cool, you're going to join us uh, on Facebook uh, at Double Exposure Show Group and uh, interact with us and tell us you love us and tell (laughs) us how much you love us. And if you are going to be reading the show notes, you can find them on doubleexposure.show slash episodes slash 26. And we're back. Mm-hmm. And Sophia's back too. She's somewhere. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> so I broke a nail in New York, which is like <laughs> not that exciting, except that I broke it really weird. So it's like split into two nails. And I've literally been playing with it nonstop for a few days now. <laughs> I can tell. You're being, you're, you're totally distracted like, from, look, from the job that we have to I do. I like look at it really closely and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Just put some super oh glue God, on it. You'll be weird. fine. It'll grow out eventually. But yeah, we're back. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm literally back. What's well, new, Sophia? Hmm? Well, yeah. I, I went to... How was, was New good. York? It was very short. The entire trip, including the flights, was less than 24 hours. Um, nice. And we were picked up at the airport, taken to the hotel. We were picked up from the hotel and taken to um, Drew's gig. So he gave two speeches. And then we were picked up from there and taken back to the airport. <laughs> I did have a little bit. So you what? did. Hmm? Oh, go we ahead. had a little bit of, well, I had a little bit of extra time because I only photographed the one speech. So I went and met my friend, Ben Anderman, who is listening to the podcast now, or at least better be. Um, and uh, I met Ben like a long time ago on um, the stock exchange, like the photography stock website mm-hmm. um and we went and got a milkshake <laughs> and then... <laughs> nice <laughs> ben's in new york yeah. now isn't he so he was he was near yeah. ottawa and then he came up and visited here a couple times i don't know if he ever came to london and visited i've i've only chatted with him yeah. i never met him in yeah. person but when i was chatting with him he was living on the yeah. west coast yeah. i think he moved BC. to vancouver yeah. and then he moved down to uh down to new york you know who else travels that yeah. much Criminals. <laughs> he has dual citizenship, so it's like the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so that's great. No, I hope you. Yeah, had fun. I ate pierogies. Um, no, I- oh my god. Oh <laughs> my god. So there is a restaurant in Toronto, I think, called the Saucy Pierogi. Oh my mm-hmm. god. <laughs> it was so good. Is it in it? Hmm. Uh, pierogies that's my jam i mean come on i'm ukrainian well we were looking we were looking for restaurants um to get dinner saturday night so on the flight on the way to new york we were like what are we gonna do tomorrow night so drew was looking at restaurants and all of them i'm pretty much like eh eh and then pierogies (laughs) came up i was like i like pierogies (laughs) Pierogies. (laughs) and my goodness were they good that's good to know i'll send you some 
Oh, they're like the perfect meal food. Like it's all of the stuff you need wrapped in a little like thing. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do well in oh Ukraine. My God. <laughs> no, I would get super big. Is what would happen. <laughs> uh, well, the funny thing is, there's there's like virtually no fat people in Ukraine, and I, I don't. Yes, get because it. they don't not... eat seventy billion pierogies. I would That's eat true. seventy billion pierogies. <laughs> Maybe. That could, that could be it. I don't, I'm not sure. I can't really speak on their behalf. Um, did I, I just have one question about mm-hmm. your trip. Did you speak in the church? Like out loud? Did you say like anything? Like any words. Any words. Yes. Not in front of the people, but I said words. Well, now you can put it on oh, your yes. resume that you, that you spoke in the church, But I spoke at right? uh, Riverside Church. Yeah. It was, it was That's pretty right. cool. It was huge. I'll post some photos at some point. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I would love to see him. What was the speech about? Um, he's, I'm, I'm kind of He's curious. a leadership expert, so he works with um, mm-hmm. big companies, teaching their employees and management teams to be better leaders. Um, so he was on the podcast in episode five. So if you didn't listen to that, go listen to episode five and also go follow or go subscribe to his podcast because his podcast is all about, he's just talking with different leaders and not necessarily the leaders you expect. Like they're not like, I don't know. Not Kim Jong-un. Yeah, they're not like necessarily big companies. Like the one episode I listened to, and I'm sorry, I can't remember the girl's name, but she was like a 17 year old teenage girl who is literally a leader. Like it's people that you don't expect to be leaders necessarily. So it's a good show. I've noticed that trend that a lot of 17-year-old girls are <laughs> thought I would double emphasize <laughs> that fact. <laughs> um, that's it. That's cool. No, that's really good. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad you're safe. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you yeah. now can add to the, your resume that you also spoke at Riverside Well, Church. I did take photos in there and, too, so uh, that was cool. Oh, yeah. right, right. Any trouble crossing the border? Any trouble with your gear, equipment? <laughs> it's funny. Was I right? You were just too paranoid? Um, well, I generally am anyway. Yeah. Um, nothing serious happened. Going through security in Canada, um, I had taken my spider holster out of my camera bag and I put it into my like carry-on bag. Um, both mm-hmm. of them I was carrying onto the plane, but whatever. <laughs> Um, just in case for some reason, I don't know why I did that anyway. So it's in my backpack and they saw something in the little x-ray thing. So they're like, the, the woman's like, I'm sorry, I have to look through your bag. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so she's looking through my bag, looking through my bag, looking through my bag, cannot find the shape of the thing that they saw in this picture. And she keeps going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, this That's is very awesome. Canadian. So she finally finds it. She takes it. They go look at it for a while. I don't know what they were talking about. And she comes back. She's like, what is this for? I was like, well, I can show you, but it's for my cameras. And she just goes, oh, like all disappointed. Like, and she's like, okay, you're fine. Sorry. Sorry. Because <laughs> um, I can imagine what it looks like to somebody who doesn't know. All loose and everything probably looks like some sort of fetish gear. True. <laughs> um, right? And then on the way back... Like, on the American side, they were super specific. So they said, take all large electronics out of your bags. And they were a lot less sorry. Um, But (laughs) I took my cameras out and went through, and that was perfectly fine. 
Um, nice. The, yep, usually. The guy did ask a lot of questions at, at customs um, going mm-hmm. into the States because I guess going to listen to your friend give a speech is weird. It is. But anyway, so he asked a bunch of questions and he was very quiet, so I couldn't understand what he was saying. So <laughs> that didn't help. <laughs> but yeah, it was fine. Yeah, gotcha. <clears throat> Got to hang cool. out in the lounges rather than in the uh, waiting area for the planes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Night and day. Eh? Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that must be it was nice. so much nicer. <laughs> and it'll did you, fl- did you fly business class? No. Wait, what? I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, did they let you go in uh, into the plane first? Yes. Or yeah, well, you may have flown. Business they didn't class. let me. They let. They let Drew, and Drew took me with him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, but we weren't at the front of the plane. Well, we were, okay. but not in All the, right. you know, slightly bigger seats. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's cool. That's that's a good good thing to add to your experience and, mm-hmm. you know, just have fun. Well, I was saying, um, to, I was saying to Drew, like, before we went, I, I asked him a million questions, and I just said... I think I need to start traveling and not because there's anywhere in particular I want to go, but because this is a skill. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> yeah. And, and being able to navigate effortlessly through, through an airport internationally is, is I, I I'm at a loss for words <laughs> because I can't describe it, but um, like the last time Hannah and I traveled together was actually to India and um we went through Turkey, which I would never do that do today because that it's just a hot zone for missiles and bombs and things <laughs> like that. Oh god! <laughs> um, but uh, it it was kind of funny because we you know we've both traveled quite a bit and we got we got off the plane and we just went and did our thing. Uh, got on the plane in Turkey, went to India, you know, same thing. Um, but you see these other people kind of panicking and just looking around uh, lost and you, you kind of want to help them. But at the same time, you're just like, I'm going to relax here and let them figure it out. Well, the last so. time I flew, there were people panicking and security was so busy. Like they had to split up two huge groups just because the lines were too long at security. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> this time there were literally no lines at security. There was nothing. It was nice. dead <laughs> um, both times. Yeah, so that well. was really nice. Really, getting through the airport was super quick. I find the weekends tend to be a little bit less busy than during the that weekday. I mean, is, it's, uh, that is what I've been told. Yeah, because during the week it's saturated with people who travel for work and business yeah. travelers, and yeah. So if you can fly out on the weekend, yeah, and fly out on the weekend, <laughs> unless it's a holiday, then you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> What's so. new with you? I've been working on a couple of projects. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them involves uh, my website. Um, I'm enjoying not really having one, to tell you the <laughs> truth. Um, I, I, nothing to worry about, nothing to update, nothing to um, go wrong, you know, when yeah. there's nothing there. But like I said, I was, I'm building one with my students. Right. And um, yeah, it, it's really neat. Every every single time I teach this course, I learn something more. I learn a little bit more about WordPress. I learn a little bit more about plugins. And mm-hmm. 
and I actually really enjoy it. Um, and I, I, I think in a different life, I would be okay with uh, being a web designer or whatever you want to call it, programmer even. It's a lot of fun watching it come together. Yeah. But uh, no, it kind of put a new perspective on things. Um, you know, not having a website hasn't really slowed me down either. Yeah. <laughs> Still lots of work yeah. coming in, which is which is nice. But I've always had a different um, different approach to getting business. Yep. Um, the printing business has picked up dramatically. We are going forward full steam. We're actually getting more equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so. Uh, good things like that. Um, I am seriously considering, um, I hate calling it switching because I hate when people say, oh, are you switching to Canon? Are you switching to Nikon? Because oh. I'm not switching. <laughs> Just <laughs> But I'm considering purchasing. Yeah. I'm purchasing, I'm considering get, purchasing some different equipment, um, mainly because, um, uh, for the the service aspect of it, um, and I'm I'm kind of on the fence about this. I would love some feedback from our listeners who have NPS and who have CPS. Mainly, what I want to know is how have you um, your your experience with repairs? How have they been? Have they been really good with NPS or have they been really bad and nightmares? Because that's what it's coming down to. I've had a few hiccups with CPS recently. Mm-hmm. And to the point where I'm, I'm just frustrated. And uh, Lambton College is actually a big Nikon school. Yeah. Big support for Nikon. Big support from Nikon. And uh, as a matter of fact, who is calling you? What is going on? Right? Can you believe it? Is it Stevie um, Cake? No, it's <laughs> it's a client. Oh, uh oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's okay. They'll, they'll 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 leave a message because they need me. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> so yeah phone's been ringing off the hook for uh, photo shoots which is kind of nice um uh no. 50% is uh <laughs> 50% of it is is stuff I look forward to and the other 50% is stuff I just I'm kind of like why do I do this anymore yeah. um but um going back to the NPS CPS thing yes. if you've had any experience with either or can you please let us know on our Facebook group double exposure show group um or send me a personal message, uh, text me. I don't care. I'm really curious to hear about it. So because Lambton College has a lot of support from Nikon, and out of, let's say, for every 10 students, nine of them use Nikon, I've uh, considered purchasing some equipment and uh, potentially using it for, for work. Um, and I might even have a double system set up because I really don't want to purchase a really wide angle lens for commercial real estate stuff mm-hmm. uh, from an, from the Nikon. So I'd probably keep uh, a Canon body and the 14 millimeter lectorineal lens and use it for that, you know? So, that is the so really there's no switch. Ever. Like what? Rectilinear? It's a horrible word. <laughs> <laughs> it's the part that's linear. It just right? does not <laughs> sound right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what, what it would mean, the, the word you're thinking. So, um, it's, it's the first part of the word that makes me giggle. <laughs> I don't get it, but Rekta. okay. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, I stopped paying attention. <laughs> like, like, like rectangle? No, yeah. no, that's not what I'm thinking. <laughs> you get distracted easily. So, um, 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways, so that's that's that. Yeah, that's we'll, what I. We'll post a question in the uh, in the Facebook group, and hopefully, people great. will respond. Yeah. Um, so we would like more engagement on the Facebook group. Obviously, I really right. liked looking at camera bags, and I would like people to ask more questions about stuff like that. But also, <laughs> we just got um, a Twitter account and an Instagram account, so mm-hmm. you folks can follow us at. Um, double exposure s on twitter and at double exposure show on instagram and petro has some ideas for uh for some ways that that maybe we can work with our listeners on yeah, both are you of those platforms at me now, yeah i mean we, if you want to share it with, with them. ideas now all right so what i want to do is start showcasing some of our listeners so basically put you out there to kind of tell tell the world who our listeners are mm-hmm. And it's going to be really simple. Basically, send us anywhere from one to as many photos as you'd like. Well. Keep it under <laughs> keep it under six. <laughs> um, one photo would do just fine. Yeah. Uh, send us your Instagram and Twitter and Facebook links. So send us your social media profiles. And yeah, once a week or as we release an episode or before release or after we haven't decided that but we'll feature you as our feature listener and tell the world about you and um it starts now so uh as you're listening to this episode uh go ahead and send us your submissions yeah i'm thinking Um, maybe we'll make a post on the facebook group and you guys can like leave comments with with your links Mm -hmm. and like a little bio and a picture that's probably the easiest And as we get uh, uh, future and upcoming sponsors, we'll f- we'll even draw certain prizes mm-hmm. and give do certain giveaways to the people who we feature. Yeah, Woo-hoo. I'm getting a I'm getting a message from one of my real estate agent uh, clients. Yes, flip alert! He wants me to flip a house with him. Ooh. So that's kind of nice. <laughs> that's fun. So may- maybe next week we'll be talking about flipping homes. <laughs> But, um, I could really get so yeah, into that. It's fun. It's good times. Yeah. But we, you know, back to the Twitter and right. Instagram thing. Uh, show us the like, people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So we're so. going to be sharing our episodes on there, but I think we're also going to be sharing some other tips with you folks. Exactly. Um, so I think it should be pretty Great. handy. Um, right. Do we just want to get into today's topic now? Because we've been talking for 16 minutes. <laughs> 18 minutes? 18 minutes i can count yeah. pardon <laughs> you, no i just i said the same thing 18 minutes um but you know what it's it's all about the filler <laughs> you know i i think the some of the best burgers out there have the best filler oh, no, I'm they're hungry. the tastiest well i'm always dropping hints at food you realize that i'm always dro- i'm always suggesting you eat something maybe we'll post some <laughs> some stuff on instagram and twitter about food too Although I do nice. already post things on my own Twitter about food, because food. Because food, that's right. <laughs> it's so my what we... favorite part of the day. <laughs> pierogies! <laughs> Eat, sleep, pierogies. Um, so what do you want to talk about, Sophia? I want to talk about um, making sure that people like you. I hmm. I heard this interesting quote yesterday, my friend, um, well-quoted to me (laughs) he was Mm -hmm, reading mm -hmm. it off his phone and it was something about you know you've made it when people hate you and i was like i have a problem with (laughs) that quote (laughs) because if more people hate you than like you then well in business you can't be doing that well 
Um, I don't know. Some people get elected to be president. I don't, I, I do not understand how how that happened. But anyway, (laughs) I mean, my counter to that would be, I mean, I guess people are jealous of you when they hate you. However, you'll do equally as well and likely better if people love you. True. Is that not accurate? what, What I've noticed is when everyone hates you is when you stop, um, when it relates to photography, when everyone hates you is when you stop doing and getting work. Yes. But when you have certain people that quote unquote hate you, there there's always going to be one or two. Uh, but yeah. just like any reviews, just like um, any feedback you get, almost nobody is going to say, you know what, I had I had a great experience. I'm going to go and leave a positive review on this uh, individual's Facebook page or um, Google listing or whatever. Yeah. So for the most part, anything yeah. that's that's good, you have to solicit, correct? Yeah, I was going to say um, people are all about hopping on the internet and leaving bad reviews. So yeah. we're going to go through a lot of ways to make sure that your clients do like you, and there's some pretty easy ways to do that to make sure mm. that they have a good experience. So at the end of it, they're like, yeah. Sophia is my favorite redhead <laughs> ever. Um, <laughs> but said no one ever. <laughs> hey, um, at the end of the experience, if your clients had a good one with you, you should ask them to leave you a review, and you can get yeah, reviews. Remind them. You can get reviews on um, Google. You can get reviews on mm-hmm. Facebook, on the Knot, on Wedding Wire. You could mm-hmm. just ask for testimonials and have them on your website, uh, but you definitely need to have reviews. Um, so after I work with all of my clients, except for the ones that I know dislike me, I always ask people to leave me a review. And even recently, I had a client who left me a great review two years ago after her wedding, mm-hmm. and she lost all of her wedding photos. So... She asked me, oh, my God, do you still have them? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was like, I do. So I replaced her wedding photos and asked her to leave me another review commenting on how she lost her wedding photos and I was able to replace them. So um, there's lots of things that you can do with reviews. It doesn't just have to be like, oh, we had the best wedding ever. Can I make a confession? Yeah. Yes. Go on. You suck at asking for reviews? No. Okay. No, no. I I don't. I'm, I'm excellent at it. Oh, okay. Um, I had similar, almost exactly the same thing happen to me where yeah. uh, an individual just wasn't that excited about her experience, uh, her wedding photos, and had nothing to do with the quality of the images, had nothing to do with anything else. It was just a bad experience. Yeah. Um, and uh, about 18 months later, same thing happened. They asked for photos because they lost them. Yep. <laughs> I said, I don't have them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope, I hope they're listening. Well, honestly, this um, client was like, we understand if you don't, but we would definitely like to have them again. And mm-hmm. it was easy enough for me to replace them. Um, so I did it and they were happy and they left me another review and that's fantastic. Um, you know, you know what happened and I, and I don't want to sound like I'm gossiping about this or whatever, but <clears throat> what happened was, um, this individual became a photographer as well. The, the person who's, who's wedding I photographed. And um, uh, I've already had a few clients booked 
who happened to be her acquaintances, her friends. Maybe they were even at the wedding and that's why they booked us. I don't recall. I don't know. I never asked, actually. Uh, and she decided to try to steal the clients from, from our business and try to badmouth us. And that's when she started saying how she didn't like certain experiences about the wedding, uh, which actually came to me from the clients that I, that I was, the future clients who said, you know, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, this individual we'll, we'll call her Christina, um, is, um, is uh, spreading the, the rumors, you know, n- not sure if it's true, but just thought we'd kind of give you a heads up. That's just By the way, we still really form. want you for our wedding. We still really think you're cool. Yeah. And and I was like, thank you very much. Okay. I've done nothing about it. I never confronted this individual. Yeah. But uh, like, again, this, I know I'm sidetracking, but a little, little confession to the rest of the internet when she asked me for her wedding photos, because when she bought a new computer, she didn't transfer her photos. I said, unfortunately, I don't have them. <laughs> um, yeah, don't do that, people. It. Don't. <laughs> I yeah. try not to talk poorly about other photographers, and I found that I've been in meetings and I ask who else um, couples are looking at for photography or who else they're talking to, and some mm-hmm. names come up, and I, and on the inside, I'm just like, bad choice. <laughs> um, but I don't say anything out loud. Right. So, and that's, that's actually bringing me to my point. Um, in order to, to be, uh, desirable, uh, you, you have to carry yourself as, uh, professional, nice adult. Exactly. (laughs) As, as, as a better person, as a better photographer. So the number one task is to be professional and, and not to badmouth or speak poorly of others. Um, I have many of great opinions about other photographers, um, about other studios in the area. I even know some uh, true experiences from uh, other clients and things I've witnessed that could potentially ruin uh, these pla- these these people. Yeah. Uh, just how they've, you know, um, there's there's been accusations and and fact about other photographers stealing images, using their own image, using other people's images to promote themselves, um, et cetera, et cetera. But I would never call them out. And, and I've been in situations where um, I was speaking to a potential client and they actually said, yeah, you know, we currently use uh, this studio for all our photography. And I, I would love to just say, you know what, you're doing, you're doing yourself a disservice. We can give you a better product for the same price, but... I just say, okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you have nothing good to say, say nothing at all, and that's and that goes a long way because uh, to to be to be highly respected in the industry, you have to you have to conduct yourself as such. Yeah, speaking in on that sort of tangent, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have gone to gigs that other photographers have shot in the past, and I know those other photographers. And I know they're nice people. And I've had the client, you know, come to me afterward and be like, you know, you were a lot better than that person that shot it last time. (laughs) And I'm like, why? Mm -hmm. On the inside, I'm thinking, why? I don't understand. Like, they're a nice person. They take good photos. Like, but you know what I think part of it is, is I think some photographers sort of forget to smile on the day. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. So you know, I'm not in front of the camera. I don't need to smile. They get sort of, they direct people a little too much and uh, forget to interact with them on a human level. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need so to the rush directing, the directing people, yeah. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I will forget it otherwise because I didn't write this down. The directing people a little too much is, is like, um, uh, it's a sign of weakness and inexperience, mm-hmm. um, because, um, when you, I notice when, when a lot of, uh, new young up and coming photographers are, are kind of struggling a little bit, they, they tend to, uh, channel this frustration, uh, onto the client and almost make it look like it's their fault. They start directing them more saying, okay, no, it's, this is not working. Do this instead. And really it shows the inexperience. Um, and that's going to lead to a negative experience for your client. Um, you know, your, your inability, not necessarily inabilities, but your lack of confidence, for example, will, will be, Mm-hmm. Why am I at a loss for words today? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, stringing words uh, yeah. together is <clears throat> difficult, so it's fine. <laughs> Sometimes, right? So um, I should write things down, but continue. Well, My I just apologies. think you need to interact with your clients on a human level. Yes, don't direct too much. Um, take your time and smile. If you are at a wedding and you look miserable, people are not going to want to smile in front of your camera, yeah. right? Like True. You're looking at them through the lens. They're looking at you. <laughs> so if you look miserable, they're not going to be super motivated mm-hmm. to smile. And I found that um, I sort of lose my patience. I've said this um, with families. You know, when we've been trying to do family photos for half an hour, people have disappeared. And there's people standing in front of me just refusing to smile and just hurry up and take the photo. And I can't take the photo until you smile. Um, I've never had a bride not come up to me afterward and say thank you for bossing them around because they are mm-hmm. a colossal pain in the butt but up until that point you know i'm trying to be a nice person <laughs> <laughs> Fair um and you can still be polite and be direct with people mm-hmm. um the next thing though that i want to talk about that i really suck at and maybe you can give me some advice on this um is to remember names so I have started something new <laughs> this year and I am getting all of the wedding party names before the wedding and their email mm-hmm. addresses and I'm getting in touch with all of them before the wedding. So I'm asking for um, bridesmaids, groomsmen, um, fa- and family members. So mm-hmm. mostly parents. Um, so I'm going to have all of their names on file. I am the worst person for meeting people and you know they say hi i'm john and i hear hi i'm blah, 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 and then it's gone the name is gone out of my head i can't remember <laughs> um that that happens more often than you think especially uh, to creative people i really don't understand what it is but i think it, it uses part of the brain that that you know is is the math and logic part and, yeah and you're just like Wah. yeah and but, i'm um, i'm hoping this year if i have the names and i've emailed with them a few times at least i'll remember the names so at least when i'm standing 30 feet away from the wedding party i can just shout names and like i don't know it should be fine hmm. um how do you remember names though so i, I get involved uh, beforehand um connect with the bride and groom to be on social media start mm-hmm. yeah. uh, participating in the conversation and ask them to introduce me and maybe share my, my page on their page, you know? Uh, so kind of, well, let's say, uh, Alexa and John are getting married. I will ask Alexa to share Lux Photography Company Facebook page on 
her wall saying, hey, we hired a photographer. And then I'll comment on it saying, hey, I'm Petro. Looking forward to meeting all of you, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And as people comment, I'll, I'll interact with them and say, oh, are you the bridesmaids or are you the whatever? But I already have a list in front of me. Yep. Uh, so, so when Alexa's sister, Joanna, uh, interacts and, or likes it uh, or, or and says like, hey, that's awesome. The, the, their photos look great. I'd be like, you must be Joanna, the, the, the uh, maid of honor or something. And sometimes I don't go that far, <clears throat> but I will add them as friends and interact with them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I do like to come out the night before, even for 20 minutes to the rehearsal, uh, just so I can scope out the church uh, that we're photographing at or the venue, mm-hmm. especially if I've never photographed in it before, uh, just so I kind of know what I'm where what I'm getting into, or perhaps I might get inspired and get some ideas while I'm there. And um, when I'm there, I will introduce myself to a couple of people, talk to them, and just just do that. But also, this doesn't end there um on the day of the wedding if we start with the bride uh, getting ready uh you know me i crack jokes i'm probably the least serious person you'll ever meet but i'm i'm working i'm working yeah. hard and i'm get, getting really cool images but i'm also having a good time mm-hmm. um, smiling <clears throat> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah smiling making people laugh uh, being the butt of the joke making fun of myself mm-hmm. um and um it really does get everybody else laughing, but also I'm interacting with them. I'm talking to them. And quite often if I'm with Hannah, uh, Hannah's the one that's kind of doing the shooting at the beginning and I'll stand back and then I'll make a joke to people, you know, and then I'll introduce the, uh, everyone to my wife and they all go, get excited. They're like, and everybody all of a sudden re- relates that, oh, it's so nice to be working with your wife. So nice to be able to do that. And they start telling me about their spouses and who they are and if they're in the bridal party. You know, it's, you basically turn it into a, a big hangout. And mm-hmm. um, if you if you talk to any bride, they, they kind of get relaxed as they're getting ready because they're like, you guys are so cool. You guys are so chill. Mm-hmm. But really you know we're we're in we're in game mode but we just want to be we just want to come off as likable as possible and that's how that's how we kind of try to remember who people are the things they make uh, or rather the the things they do so we can make a joke uh, out of it or something and we move on so during family time i've you know like family photos uh i've already established a bond with a lot of people and i may not remember their name everybody's name but the people whose name i do remember i'll ask them for help to to communicate with everybody you know and and when if people do give us a list uh we i I hate lists personally but (laughs) we usually have somebody from the bridal party like the maid of honor or whoever who knows everyone there Mm -hmm. and we give the list to her and say all right we need your help we don't know who these people are yeah (laughs) and they love it they love being involved because they're like oh these guys are so nice i want to help them out i usually ask for like the loudest person in the wedding party to be that person so i ask who is the loudest that person usually (laughs) loves being picked (laughs) right because they're like i get to use my voice now (laughs) Um, yeah, that that could that could work. <laughs> except you don't know if that person is likable or if everybody <laughs> in the family likes her or him, and they might be like, "Are you kidding me? I'm gonna listen to this biatch or something." Um, I don't know. So I have gotten a lot better at talking to people when I'm working, but when I started, I was super shy, and I am a super shy mm-hmm. person in general. But like I said, I'm getting a lot better. So when I go. 
and you know, walk into the hotel room and meet the bridal party, I can interact with them a lot more comfortably. But mm -hmm. for me, I think what might help a lot if you are shy <clears throat> is getting the information beforehand. So interacting with mm -hmm. them on Facebook, you can do it safely from the other side of your computer. You don't have to interact with them face to face. You can just chill. <laughs> um, so if you're shy, definitely try to get their information beforehand or like Petro said, add them to Facebook and interact with their posts and stuff. Um, on Absolutely. Start following them on Instagram or something. Oh yeah. Uh, follow them on Pinterest. Um, get them to share photos from your website on Pinterest, whatever, right? It's, it goes a long way. <laughs> Did you just send me a picture of a lemon with, <laughs> with headphones? <laughs> Guess who that came from? Stevie Cake. You got it. <laughs> uh, he knows that we're recording. He knows he? now, that's right. <laughs> that might be my new oh, Twitter. Too funny. Um, my new that Twitter should be picture. our first Instagram post. Okay. <laughs> Um, but sort of on the same, on the same topic, um, you need to, I mean, you need to be nice to the wedding party, obviously, because these people literally might hire you <laughs> later, but you also, they do hire you later. Yeah. You need to be nice to the vendors. Um, like Petro says all the time, you are not a rock star. You oh, are damn it. one you of, stole that out of my list. Yeah. You're one of the people, um, servicing this couple on their wedding day. So be nice to the other vendors there. And this is another thing that I'm doing that's new this year is I'm getting all the vendors information beforehand. Mm -hmm. So their names and email addresses, and I'm emailing all of them and I'm saying, you know, we're going to be working together on this wedding. Um, I would love to give you photos later for promotional purposes, because I have noticed that hairstylists, makeup artists take photos on their phones oh, yeah. in terrible lighting. Um, before the wedding <laughs> and that's what they use for self-promotion and I would much rather them use mine and give me credit. <laughs> um, so I've started emailing these vendors <clears throat> and I'm talking everyone. So hair and makeup, obviously catering, um, floral decor, obviously the wedding coordinator. That's a good idea in general and also the officiant. And there's a bunch of other people on my list. Um, and I've started emailing these people and I have had a few responses come back saying, I have literally never gotten an email from a photographer before a wedding. I'm so impressed with how professional you're being. I <laughs> wish everyone awesome. would do this. One of my clients <clears throat> this year, um, is a minister and mm -hmm. I asked her for her officiant's contact information and she goes, no one has ever contacted me before a wedding. The photographer literally shows up, pretends that she doesn't exist, shoots it, leaves, never, never talks to her. Um, and she said, I love that. I wish that my client's photographers would come and talk to me beforehand. Um, so I emailed the, her officiant. I didn't CC her. He, he emailed me back, CC'd her, and she got into the conversation. She's like, I am so impressed with this. I am recommending Sophia to everyone. Nice. She's like, don't you wow. like how she got in contact with you before the wedding? I was like, yeah, thanks. This is really nice. So yeah. you. It's awesome. That's a win. And it's so little <laughs> bit of work. It you is. You just bought yourself so much goodwill. I know. Just by sending out an email. I know it's super easy. Um, and the other thing I'm doing is yeah. I'm offering um, my picture perfect guide to these people, to the vendors. I'm saying, do you have any tips mm -hmm. for people getting ready for their wedding? So I'm getting more content. <laughs> so you're to including put into that. My, yeah, exactly. Um, and it'll be so it'll be promotion later on. So I'm going to share photos with them 
they can yeah. share it on their social media. But uh, I've stopped you, recommending people uh, like other vendors for the simple fact that um, you know so many. <laughs> I do know a lot, and then you you can't help but offend somebody else. Yeah. <clears throat> but also, I find as nice as a lot of these people are because because all I know is just one experience. Yes. I'm having a hard time recommending people because. I've had others come back to me and say, we were not impressed or whatever. Mm. And, and I, I've even been to weddings as a guest with the, with the same vendors where I wasn't impressed, where I thought yeah. this is the worst experience ever. <clears throat> so because unless I've worked with you, you know, at least 10, 20 times, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not recommending you just, yeah. you know, <clears throat> but excuse me. I want all the vendors to recommend me. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's why uh, when, you know, and I know this is being really wedding centric right now, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll add a few tips about other uh, industries. Um, when you, when you're at a wedding, you never know who the person in the apron is. That mm-hmm. could be the owner of the catering company. Yes. And if you make the slightest mistake, you don't know who that person knows. Yep. <laughs> and I've seen this happen to people where all of a sudden they just they just get this kind of behind the scenes reputation of, uh, mm-hmm. of being a complete dick or something. Well, we have one venue that we go to a lot here and I really like it. But there's one woman who works there um, who has been there forever. Um, and she's just not a super pleasant person when you first meet her. So... Mm-hmm. The first couple of times I went down into the reception hall, took some photos of the decor and everything. She was down there. She didn't really say anything. I would say hello. She was really quiet. She seemed unhappy. Um, Hmm. Do not take that personally and then start acting like a jerk. Um, Because now I have seen her enough times and I keep saying hello to her. I ask her questions. I comment on the stuff that she's doing, like putting cool little mustache pins into um, cupcakes and stuff. So by mm-hmm. now, um, she's used to me. So mm-hmm. she will actually interact with me in a happy way. Like she's a much happier person dealing with me now than, than she was a while ago. Um, so always just be nice. <laughs> Don't take Absolutely. one experience with someone and be like, they are an unpleasant person. <laughs> and, and it's funny, I've had, I've had instances where somebody like another vendor had come up to me and sort of uh, tried to interact with me, but they do it so poorly. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> I've had somebody come up. I don't recall what they were doing. I want to say it was uh, the person who, who did the decorating. They were just like doing some finishing touching, touches, <laughs> touching. Jesus. Oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm getting distracted. Darn it. Um, no, um, they were doing some finishing touches and she came up to me and she's like, just trying to do small talk, but she was really bad at it. And she's like, oh, don't you hate that yeah, when I, your I clients can... ask you for something last minute? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you know, and I was like, you mean the clients that are paying you lots of money to be here? <laughs> mm. Oh, I guess, you know, <clears throat> be quiet. You don't, you don't even know who's behind you, yeah. who can listen. I don't know. I, uh, we talked about this last week. There's not a lot of people that I can actually tolerate or like, <laughs> but I, I put on an amazing show. Um, <laughs> and, and at the end of the day, I'm just, re- I am easygoing. I can, I can tolerate, I guess, a lot of people. I can, I get along with a lot of people. I love talking and I love conversations. 
as long as they're relevant, right? So the same thing goes to goes for you. Says when the guy you, who gets way off topic. As long as they're relevant, anyway, go on. <laughs> well, they're relevant at the time. A lot of the things we talk about, the where I go off topic, they're relevant to me. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just mean, you know, don't don't talk about don't do the weather talk thing with another vendor at a at a wedding. You know, say hello, ask them how they're doing, mm-hmm. introduce yourself. Offer a hand if you're not doing much and you see this, you know, little tiny girl trying to drag a table across the floor or something. Literally go offer them a a hand and all of a sudden you'll be a superstar. So things like that, you know, but don't come up and start complaining or, you know, can you believe it? Been on my feet for six hours. You know, it's like, shut up, you know. By Um, the way, all of these mm -hmm. people, the wedding party and the vendors, put all of those people into your database as well. Because mm, it'll be good handy tip. to have that information later, especially the wedding party. Um, they like to buy gifts for the new couple. Um, so it's great to have their contact information on hand. Mm-hmm. Good idea. So um, at the end of the day, you have to create a lasting impression. And it, it all comes down to things we discussed in previous episodes. It comes down to um, with the wardrobe even. You know, you, you don't want to look like a slob because, let's face it, there's people who are watching you work. You, Funny enough, the bride and groom and the photographer, they're, they're sort of the center of, the, of attention during mm-hmm. a wedding because yeah. you're, you're everywhere that the bride and groom is or are. So... I always thought about it. Is it because I'm a photographer and I notice the photographer all the time? But the reality is that you as a photographer, you're documenting this people's life life, uh, for this one day. You're cataloging this event for them. So you're going to be everywhere like a paparazzi. (laughs) And you can't help it, right? So the focus is on you. So you have to kind of be presentable. Uh, You have to create a lasting impression. And you... At the end of the day, you're creating an experience for the bride and groom, but not only for the bride and groom, you're creating an experience for everybody at the wedding. Because if I'm a guest and I'm potentially getting married and I may be looking for a photographer and I and I see how awesome things are going, I, I see this person who left their ego at home, who isn't, you know, being a superstar, um, who's just being a super likable person, uh, carry themselves like a likable person, it's going to make me like them. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, can't avoid that. Um, yeah, I was going to say on the wardrobe part, we, and we've I've mentioned this before, you don't need to dress unlike yourself. You can dress your style, but mm, you <laughs> don't want to see no old, ratty, dirty clothes. <laughs> yeah. Your clothes should be clean. I've heard people complain about photographers wearing like um, torn jeans to a wedding. And obviously Mm. you should sort of cater your wardrobe to the style of the wedding that you're going to, to a certain extent. But um, I mean, if torn torn jeans is your style and you're wearing nice torn jeans, that's not so bad. So long as you've had this conversation with your clients beforehand, they know what your style is. I don't care about everybody telling me photography is an art and you're an artist, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, Because really, I'm going to tell you that 99.9% of the brides are not hiring an artist. They're hiring hiring a a skilled, um, I don't want to say tradesperson, (laughs) but but a a skilled photographer. They're hiring hiring you for your skill and for your product. Um, 
I mean, they, they obviously have to like your images and you can argue with me all day long about this, but you can't show up, uh, all ratty, uh, because, yeah. you know, and, and be like, I'm an artist. I do. This. <laughs> <clears throat> um, you don't want to have like greasy hair and like, <laughs> what are you saying about stuff? my hair? <laughs> but so if I was getting married and my photographer showed up in a stylish outfit, that wasn't necessarily like black tie. I would be happy with that. Yeah. Um, avoid shorts and stuff. <laughs> Unless you're on a destination wedding. Yeah. And everybody's that's wearing true. shorts. Yeah. That's you know, there, there's, there's certain outliers or um, exceptions. And mm-hmm. uh, really, it, it depends. If it's a, if the guys in the wedding party are wearing jeans and vests and, yeah. you know, it would be totally fine for you to show up dressed the same. Um, I I still don't, I still show up dressed like all the guests, you know, like suit tie, whatever. But, um, that's, that's just me. That's how Mm -hmm. I prefer when I was, when I was very little, like I want to say four years old and and on, um, my parents, uh, got a suit from Canada. This is when I lived in Ukraine. So I think my aunt sent a, a gift and, I just thought it was such a cool thing that, oh, wow, I got a gift all the way from Canada. And <laughs> it was a suit. It was a gray suit and tie and like a three-piece suit. So it had a vest. I loved that thing. I wanted to wear it all the time. And yeah. and from there, this little, this love affair of suits, <laughs> I just, I absolutely love wearing them. So I yeah. always almost look for an excuse to wear it. But you know, that's me. That yeah. I'm not saying everybody's going to be like that. So yeah. Um, Um, I have one more thing that mm. I want to go over and that's, um, you sort of prepping your clients for the experience. So we've talked about this before. We talked about this in the coffee shop episode. Mm -hmm. Um, get off your phone and -hmm. close your laptop. You don't need to be making notes. You don't need to have a computer open in between you and your clients. Um, get a notebook, write notes in your notebook and have a real face-to-face conversation with your clients. Um, ask them lots of questions, because um, that will come in handy later on. Um, you know, find out if they have a dog, what their dog's name is. And then I like to send Christmas cards with pictures of my dog in it. And then mm-hmm. I wish their dog Merry Christmas and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, but don't be on your phone, because it doesn't... <laughs> It doesn't really matter um, if you're making notes or you're researching something for them. They think that you're texting. (laughs) That's right. If you go quiet and you're playing on your phone or you're playing on your computer, they think that you're doing something else and not focusing on them. The other thing is um, don't push hugs on people. (laughs) Not everyone is a touchy-feely person. I think you kind of have to read your client's um for yeah to find out like (laughs) how much physical interaction they're comfortable with i had one client um who loved hugs so she hugged me after the wedding and her um, groom gave me a high five which i thought was awesome Um, Hmm. i like high fives (laughs) um but yeah handshakes are good hugs are good high fives are good you don't even have to touch your clients just don't be the hug person who freaks out their clients because they hug. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it comes down to um, to first impressions matter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you you want to make the best first impression, and 
um, if it's if it is a wedding, some, sometimes that first impression starts um, at a previous client's wedding. So mm-hmm. your future client may be a guest. So that's why it's important to conduct yourself the best way. Look, look your best. Don't be fake. I mean, be yourself as much as possible. Just be your best self. <laughs> you know, it's it's true. Um, but uh, pay attention to things. Um, you're so right about uh, talking to your clients. You know, like when we talked about the coffee shop episode, um, just noticing what they like, noticing uh, whether or not they have siblings, how many siblings, dogs, cats. Um, maybe they're into go-karting and so are you. And, oh, you have something to relate to. But at the same time, don't pretend to relate to things that you don't know. If your client's mm-hmm. like really into WWE and you're and you're not, it just. But the, at the same time, do not put them down or make fun of them. Um, that's mm-hmm. that's a huge thing. And so, whatever your first impression is, it's is, is obviously go, going to be uh, in, an impact on on the other impressions that you make uh, for this yeah. client. And you know, I think. I think you can make fun of your clients to a certain extent. If you know them well enough, you sort of understand their personality. Yeah, don't, so, don't start with that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like um, if a client told me that they like to do puzzles, I might be like, <laughs> if I get along with them, I might be like, that's pretty lame. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I know that they're going to laugh, if I know that they understand sarcasm. <laughs> um, so you could say that to me all day long. You could tell me that it's pretty lame and I'll be like, well, whatever. <laughs> but I want you to laugh. I don't want you to just be like, whatever. Well, I would I'd probably laugh. Uh, I mean, if you're laughing, as long as you're not looking at me all serious and you're like, oh, that's so lame. Gosh, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <clears throat> so, oh, my goodness. You know, it can go a long way. Um, when, when you meet me, you probably wouldn't be able to tell that I like motorcycles or ride a motorcycle. Um, and quite often, you know, when, <laughs> especially when uh the the like the bride's father is this big guy with a beard and you know he's already wearing a leather vest don't assume that they ride bikes either (laughs) oh that's dangerous yeah right but um because because oftentimes they don't (laughs) and and this happened to me once um you know (laughs) but in my in my defense he had a he had a vest that was like a biker vest that actually said Harley Davidson on it. And so I, I said, I asked him, I said, what do you ride? And he goes, a Honda Odyssey. <laughs> like, okay. That's funny. <laughs> Honda Odyssey is a minivan, if you don't know. <clears throat> and, and I was like, oh, I just, I really like your Harley uh, jacket. And he's like, yeah, I, you know what? It was a gift. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> my, my brother in or uh, yeah, my brother-in-law, I think he said, thought it suits me. And so... Uh, I actually really like it because it's got a couple of pockets and like he just went into detail about that and I'm like okay that's cool that's cool and then he you know I felt like such a giant tool because I I just assumed now in my defense he was wearing a Harley vest okay yeah that's a little bit obvious but from then on I was like wow this is true you you don't assume anything (laughs) right um and then he asked me if I ride and I was like, yeah, I got a, I got a bike. And I just kind of left it at that because the last thing I want to do is all of a sudden nerd out on, on, on bikes to a guy that like has obviously has zero interest in it, yeah. you know? So same thing goes for you. If you're really passionate about something, don't spill 
you know, don't turn your client into a therapist. Um, they're, they're there to be photographed, not to listen to your uh, hobbies or problems or whatever. So. There's a lot of cool things we talked about today. And I mean, really, uh, it comes down to just being a nice caring, person. Being a nice person. Yeah. Uh, Car- that's a good yourself. point. You know what I mean? Because because really, nice people uh, tend to attract other people. And the whole thing about nice guys finish last, that's all just BS. Mm-hmm. And forget all this crap about if people hate you, you've made it. <laughs> Don't. It, it, carries, it carries a little bit of truth, but, but not... It, not not the kind of truth you want to hear, trust me. So I was um, listening to Freakonomics um, mm. on my the way podcast? home from Toronto. Yeah. And they were talking about, you know, not being grateful mm-hmm. and how two people on opposite sides of an issue could both feel like they're disadvantaged. Um, how... It, 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 and they said, basically, it comes from this whole idea that, you know, you're biking into the wind and it's really painful and difficult and the whole time you hate it. And then you're biking with the wind and you think for a second, this is so much more enjoyable. And then you forget about it. You just keep biking. Um, that it's so much easier to um, recognize the negative things than it is to recognize the positive things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Yeah. Be grateful for the good things and don't be that super negative person. <laughs> well, to, 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 to sidetrack again, uh, because I love doing that, that holds true <laughs> to everything. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I witness my, my really good friends have relationship problems because they focus on the negative and, yeah. you know, and it's like the, the, you, you have such an amazing life. Just, just stop it. Have you uh, noticed in life that the other people around you just being super negative, that is super unattractive. It drives me bananas. Um, and re- just to rewind to the, the conversation we had about me not liking a lot of people, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're at one point of time complained about something stupid where I'm just like, <laughs> you know what, I don't want to talk to you about this. <laughs> Wait, how come you like me then? Because I you, think I complain about stuff all the time. Although I, I like to think that I complain about stuff hilariously, but... <laughs> that could be it. And then, and you're also assuming that I like you, but that's, that's <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Well, <laughs> I think that'll do it for us for this week and possibly right. forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I just want to add a couple of things about uh, other... Uh, oh my God. ...business types, uh, okay. you know, because we kind of did focus on weddings. So give give you some advice for... Working in other industries and how to be, uh, how to come off as a very likable person, how to be um, uh, preferred business for your vendors. And, uh, you know, maybe if you have some suggestions, Sophia, you can jump in as well. Uh, but if you are going or already are, are working in real estate industry, so to speak, um, when you photograph your clients, listings and uh, if they have a social media page and they share that listing on Facebook, um, reciprocate and share that listing as, as a person or as a, as a business as well and uh, tag them in it uh, and because they'll see that. And then they'll see you uh, advertising for them yeah. as well, right? Reaching out. I've actually made connections for people, believe it or not. I, I photographed a listing, shared it on my wall uh, or 
however I did it, tweeted, whatever I did. And actually one of my friends, one of my followers ended up buying that listing. <laughs> so that that's happened. And they're like, that's amazing. Thank you for, for letting us know. Um, and a lot of times too, uh, you can even post some sneak photos and say, you know, hey, this this listing coming soon, I just photographed for, for example, Brad Howard Realtor uh, or yes. something. Uh, and so you, you'll become the preferred vendor of choice. I can tell you right now that my uh, real estate photography is not the best in the world. It's definitely not the best in southwestern ontario nor is it the best in london but Mm -hmm. the clients who use me they don't even bother looking they just they just love how i do business and they continue to use me and i'm i'm quick and dirty so to speak i I get in and get out um i don't spend a lot of time on this my photos aren't the best but they're they're much better than good enough like they're Mm -hmm. they're excellent I don't charge more than anybody else. I'm I'm on par, which is definitely not enough. But the reason they keep coming back to me is probably because I I do things like that, right? Uh, send them send them a note, send them a little Christmas card or thank you card, or for for example, um, real estate agents who've spent you know a few thousand dollars with me. Uh, what I'll do is whether whether it's their birthday or like a Christmas, I'll actually give them a laser uh, measuring device like a they're usually 30 bucks. You can buy them at Home Depot. Uh, and you, you know, I asked them if they have one, but if you, if you know a real estate agent, they have to measure rooms and they're always walking around with these giant, uh, measuring tapes, uh, measuring tapes. Thank you. And it's awkward, but with a laser, you just go bam, bam, bam. And that's it. And by me giving them a $30 gift, um, I'll, I'll quite often like brand it. I'll like, I'll put a sticker on it or something or get it mm-hmm. engraved you know, like compliments of Lux Photography Company or whatever. But some, half the time I don't even do that if I really know the people. And believe believe me or not, every time they go into a house that they have to sell, that they're going to measure, if they don't want to hire me for that for some reason, they're going to feel so guilty because they're using that silly measuring <laughs> device that they're probably going to call me anyways. And so that's, that's the real estate uh, uh, industry. For portraits... Um, mm-hmm. What do you, what would you suggest for portraits? Like if people don't do weddings, but they do portraits. I mean, a lot of it applies to the portrait industry. Um, what kind of portraits? Like, let's say family portraits or babies. Like if somebody does babies, like how do you, you know, how do you ensure that? I don't do newborn photos. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure. I, but I do, I will work with children and babies as a family unit. But I would approach basically portraits the same way as a wedding. Right. Um, don't book them and then never speak to them again until the day of the portraits. Um, I have the picture perfect guide. So all of my clients get that. So they're prepped and ready to go. But also do a consultation. Go to their home beforehand. Um, find out where they might want to hang some of their artwork. Um, and ask them questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Find out what the kids like. Uh, maybe tailor the session to an activity that includes that, um, but also have things to talk to the older kids about. So things they like to talk about. Um, but yeah, um, it's the same thing as a wedding. You sort of want to be their friend. So, I mean, a professional friend, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I will say, though, is um, 
when you're doing commercial photography or if even if you get into beauty, fashion, or hair industry photography, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> and you do want to take a page out of my book where, you know, like I gift one of those laser measurers. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with the industry, do not get, give gifts to people, no matter how expensive or inexpensive they are, right? Like mm-hmm. I would never, I would never give a stylist a pair of scissors or something, right? Because they'd be like, what, what the hell? You don't know what you're doing. You would, yeah. So, um, like, don't, don't try. Like, it, it comes off as fake, right? Okay. Unless you're doing something that you're, you're an expert or you, you feel really confident that it will better their life, better their experience and make a lasting impression to remember you, don't, don't do that, right? Like, if... You know, if I, I da- hear people I- always say on the internet, you're going to do these webinars on, you know, how to get referrals and stuff. And they'll right. always say, like, write thank you notes. Yes. Um, The thank you note is like the least important part of the process. Mm -hmm. The more important part of the process is that they enjoyed it up until they got the photos. So a thank you note is like a cherry on top. And it is not the thing to focus on. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that the experience before the thank you note is good. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So getting to know them is great. It's also information that you can use later on. So you're putting these people in your database, you're putting your notes in your database. Um, Make a note of when the kids' birthdays are. um, So you can, you know, get in touch with them later on. You say, for example, oh, so and so is getting older now, I think it might be time that you updated your family portraits or um, hey, I know that your daughter is graduating soon. Have you thought about grad portraits, stuff mm-hmm. like that? Um, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, add them all to Facebook so you can watch how their life is evolving and they remember you, you stay top of mind and also you can make suggestions as you go along. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. If you have any questions about uh, some of the things we do, if you have some ideas you can share with us, like don't forget you can hop on to Facebook and get to Double Exposure Show Group and give us your feedback. Yeah. Um, oh, by yeah. the way, the one thing I haven't mentioned, you talked about giving gifts and I do give gifts to wedding clients. However, I don't give gifts to all of my wedding clients. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. give them to my favorite wedding clients mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I give it, the, give it to them at a year. So a year into their marriage, I send them a gift. And important to keep in touch with your client and make sure that they're still together a year later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, ha- I've had a couple order a, a wedding album a few years ago and they split up before they even chose the photos. Okay. That and just they... happened to me recently. Really? I yeah, just yeah, shot a family session in the fall you sent them their their prints <laughs> oh, their no canvases kidding. and stuff and she got them and she is emailing me and um i'm working on this frame for her and uh she and en- she ends up emailing me saying can can i call you and i was like oh she's unhappy with something yeah um so we set up a time for a call she calls and she goes, unfortunately, we're splitting up. And I was like, oh, Yikes. crap, in my head. I'm like, damn it, oh, shit. <laughs> um, so like the, the, the family that I just, just sent, the just big sent- giant canvas. Yes. Oh, that's terrible. Um, so she goes, so I think I want to change the photos that are in that frame. Yeah, and just then I, And then I want to book another session for the spring. I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, 
is kind of sad. I'm so for her, I'm going to change out the photos in the frame for her for mm -hmm. free. I'm not going to change the canvases. <clears throat> she did order some prints that now she can't use. So maybe I'll do something special for her for that. But because she has been yeah. outrageously reasonable, like I just sent her a family portrait. One of those people. Oh, will no that's a shame. Be in her I don't photos, need, I don't right? need, so. I'm at a loss for words. I've never had, you know, because that's, you're talking about a family session. You know, I know. But. Anyways, um, it's sad, yeah. but she sounded, she was very incredibly reasonable. So the, those are the relationships that you need to nurture. You need to be marking in your database, your favorite clients, your VIP clients. It doesn't, a VIP, a VIP client doesn't need to be someone that you really like personally, but someone who is treating you with respect and treating what you do with respect. And so spending the money on your services and understanding that what you do costs money and mm -hmm. someone who refers you and books with you regularly and stuff like that and treat those clients particularly well. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair assessment. <laughs> well, and I'm finding also you don't need to focus on bad clients. I have blacklisted clients in my database. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And are the uh, to the point where like when they contact you, you just don't contact them or you just. I will probably contact them and tell them I will not be working with them again. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, honestly. Yeah. Well, but... and you can mark clients as low priority. Like if you're getting flooded with requests from people, you don't need to work with the people who don't treat you well. Mm -hmm. This is all a little Fair bit enough. off topic, but you're getting what I'm saying. I do. <laughs> Good. So <laughs> are we, are we, are we about done? I think now? we can wrap it up <laughs> as I'm peeling my orange. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if this was your first time listening, we hope you've learned something new. Um, you can share your feedback on this episode on Facebook at double exposure show group. Also remember to follow us on Twitter at double exposure S and on Instagram at Double Exposure Show and share your pictures on, on our group on Facebook and we'll be sharing some of those um, on both of those platforms. Um, thanks to Benjamin Edward for our artwork and Ben Sound for our theme music. The podcast is released every Wednesday and you can find show notes for this episode at doubleexposure.show slash episodes slash 26. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave us a five-star review on doubleexposure.show slash iTunes. You know what? I have not checked to see if we have any new reviews recently. Not yet. <clears throat> I'm going to right now. I'm checking okay. right now. As, as you check, I'll tell you we don't have any. Have you checked? I have. <sighs> People. <laughs> Get with Maybe the Maybe we should program. take our own advice. And do something for people to like us. <laughs> oh, we funny. just gave you a whole bunch of tips. Come on. <laughs> Another um, tip is this is a tasty orange. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you should share this episode with your friends too, by the way. With your yeah, tell your friends. Buddies. Yeah, do it. Um, right. That's all I got. My it's iTunes is loading. I'm like really pissed off. This sucks the worst thing ever <laughs> whoever's listening Speaking right about now being negative it's like are they gonna end are they gonna end are they gonna end? i know but they're going to keep listening until we do aren't it's you it's like you know when you go to the movies aren't you and, 
And Sorry. as soon as the credits start rolling, people get up and leave. Yes. I'm, I'm the guy who waits for all the credits to go by. And then I always <laughs> catch the really cool part at the end, like a blooper. I know. But don't you hate it when you get through that entire thing and then there isn't a set of bloopers at the end of the movie? No, I'm still okay <laughs> because I get to stretch out before I leave. Um, especially if it's like a two and a half hour movie. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm just stretching out, kind of whittling in the in the seat, just, you know. And and it's great. Hannah, she chills and just sits there and waits with me. And we watch everybody, like, squeeze by and, like, hurry up to the I exit know, and bump into each other. It's a rush, yeah. Um, hey. Seriously, people, though, Petra was right. We don't have any more reviews, so get on that. <laughs> Double exposure dot show slash iTunes. Just go to that link and you can leave us a review there, please. And thank you. All right. Have a good day, everyone. Okay, bye. Bye.